The following episode contains discussion of drug use and strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Even down in Australia, like you get, like you dress a certain way, or even like you speak like slang or whatever, right? You get category uh, category into like an essay or like fucking just another junkie down the street, you know, where it's like, yeah, like maybe that, but like, you know, it's still a real person at the end of the day. They still go through the same thing as everyone else down in the neighborhood. Hello and welcome to Tom Meets Interesting People. This is the podcast where I meet everybody from voice actors to nuclear engineers and talk about their work, their projects and their processes. And I have the distinct suspicion that this episode is going to turn from a discussion about my guest's music into what is probably going to be a brand new wrestling podcast that we're just going to spin off this one. And I suspect we have a lot of opinions to share about uh, WWE and AEW right now. But let's put that aside for one moment. Uh, Benoit Australia um, has just released an album, Mood FM, and has been making music for, I think, for a little while now. And you'll find his music on Spotify and Apple Music and SoundCloud. And you can follow him on Instagram and TikTok um, at all underscore ego Benoit. Um, Benoit, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. Yeah, no problem, mate. Cheers for bringing me on. Oh, you're most welcome. Yeah, I I understand it's like, it's stupidly late where you are, I think, because like we've got an insane time difference. It's only 9pm right now, so fucking ass, you know. We had a bit of the Aussie Rules Green Final today. So we had Geelong Cats and Sydney Swans. Geelong absolutely thumped them. So that's always good, bringing it home for the home team. Uh, fucking I had a good one today. Epic, so you're on a high then, I imagine. Oh, fucking uh, Yeah, there we go. Alrighty, so if I was to listen to your music, um, I think I'd get a big introduction to sort of like hip-hop and rap in Australia. And I must admit, this is my first introduction to what hip-hop and rap culture is uh over over in your country so do you want to tell us what's the scene like is it is it is it really active is it is it a great place is it something that's sort of fallen off what's the scene like right now oh it's on its way up right now it's like we have off like a lot of it's drill right now it was grime beforehand like we got one four and all that the hp boys a lot of the drill scene like taking over right now and like yeah, just fucking rising up with it, keep it going, and yeah, trying to get Melbourne on the spot, you know? Kind of like what we want to hear, because I'm definitely noticing just like in the mainstream, we're definitely having a bit of a shift, aren't we, Um, in kind of like music tastes. I think it's almost oh, kind of... Fucking like, like, oh, I love that UK scene right now. It's like blowing up as well all over the place. Like um, Central Sea just re- recently came down to Australia. Yeah. saw that, and he's like fucking blowing up. Yeah, yeah. T- tell, tell me about him. I've not heard of him before. Oh, Essential C. He's just rapper up in the UK. Recently got the Lyrical Lemonade over the brand. Did a music video, um, Doja. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that one was um, recorded up in the US. And yeah, it's just, he's taken over all the scene and fucking hopefully keep it going, you know? Oh, epic. That's, that's a name to pull, Doja. 
yeah. like like she's doing massive things right now so to work with oh, her work with her i mean that, that's that's almost kind of like the dream so you've got a unique sound i think very much so we'll play some of your music in a little bit um and right. it certainly isn't um uh, sort of mainstream so tell me where did this sound come from oh I, like pull it off a bit everywhere like um in the UK, like we were talking about before, there's a guy named Slowtie. He does a lot of like the grime. Even down here in Australia, we got Husky and all that. And like it's just more of a grimy feel. Some every now and again, you have like your good times and all that. But like most of it's just like speaking from the heart, just straight up, just feeling shit most yeah. of the time. Every now and again, you have your good days and yeah. yeah. I've sort of noticed that about sort of like rap and hip hop. And since starting this podcast, I've appreciated the genre a lot more. It is kind of that vessel to kind of express sort of what you're sort of going through, what you're experiencing and what you're feeling, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like for rap, it's always been like rhythm and poetry. Mm -hmm. So I try and focus a lot on like the poetry aspect and just try and be me true self. End of the day. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's all we can really ask for. Um, yeah, yeah nice. I think we had an episode earlier in this season. We were talking about sort of um, how hip hop is like self-expression and just a way to say, this is my story. This is what I'm experiencing. Oh, yeah. So tell me, you kind of already hinted at that, at that there, but tell me about like sort of what about this genre kind of really appeals to you? Is it sort of like the style? Is it the culture? Is it all of the above plus a bit more? What, what, what is it that, that really attracts you to uh, to, to, to your genre? Well, for a while, I kind of felt like alone. Like I kind of had like, I was the only one that really felt a certain way. Like I was like a very angry person, you know, a lot of like anger built up inside me. And like seeing these people like Husky, for example, you know, like, in short terms, people just label him as like a junkie, yeah. you know. And like, I can I can understand how he feels about that. And like, a lot of like what people say his fans are like very cultish. Where it's like, but they understand what the what the story's gone through, like what they've been through themselves, and they can like attach their own personal emotions to that song, to like feelings behind it, and yeah, even like the former rage and whatever else that's going on. Yeah. And I think also it's sort of like the mainstream can see, like looks at hip hop, looks at rap, uh, looks at uh, grunge and grime and all the other alternative um, cultures out there. And, and they would, they would almost disparage them or kind of just, yeah, yeah, but really like, if you actually look into it, they are, deep thoughtful intelligent both um academically and emotionally just as music pieces um and i think that's something that uh the mainstream media needs to catch up on um it, it is having that emotional intelligence in our music to be able to kind of express what we're going for and reach out and connect to others like you like you had yeah fucking i fuck and like it's going to take a while to get there like end of the day but like you know people like Kanye West right where like he has a lot of like mental problems and all that but a lot of people don't realise 
hey, this man's going through shit. Like, you know, there's a way to help him and all that. But they kind of just insult the man at the end of yeah. the day. And he gets called crazy and all the thoughts that he has. Whereas, like, a lot of people connect to him more often than, like, than less often, yeah. you know? But, yeah. yeah. I, I've got to admit, I've not caught up with what uh, Kanye West has been up to right now. Um, but, yeah, no, I definitely get what you're saying where he's sort of like, yeah. he's gone through all of this stuff and he's putting his message out there. But other outlets, other companies, they're just sort of like, no. Oh, yeah, just fucking, you know. Like, even down in Australia, like, you get, like, you dress a certain way or even, like, you speak, like, slang or whatever, right? You get category, uh, category into, like, an essay or, like, fucking just another junkie down the street, yeah. you know, where it's like, yeah, like, maybe that, but, like, you know, it's still a real person at the end of the day. They still go through the same thing as everyone else down in the neighbourhood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think we get like like people get scared as well when someone doesn't like conform, don't they? Oh, fucking nice. Um, yeah. So let us jump over now to your album, um, Mood FM. Uh, I'm gonna play some of it in the background, um, in in a brief second. But why don't you introduce it to us? Sort of like tell us about where it came from. What were your big inspirations? Uh, sort of behind it. Yeah. So. Right. 3G's Five Siggies um, comes behind basically chopping up a mix. It's the perfect mix. Yeah, 3G's Five Siggies. Five Siggies is a point six each. Added up together, you get 3G's. And yeah, just like it, me and me mate session, having a good time, you know, with a sad boy express. When you look in the mirror, what kind of man do you see? Someone ashamed? Or do they bask in the glory? This isn't a toy story, but I play with the heart, it's mandatory. Cause you've opened your eyes, you've missed today. I'm sorry you feel this way. I don't understand love, so I'll portray the soap opera villain. Yeah, fucking, we just saw it. Like, the original idea was us doing an EP called The Bender. And we end up like eventually moving off to my album. And like, it's just a lot like it. We got a bar that mentions our former cat, Tezza. Tezza, um, I just told Tezza that you got knocked the fuck out. And yeah, every time that gets said, just we have the biggest pop, the biggest reaction. It's like, and today we get to have a good smile about our cat, just have a good sesh, have a good time. And that's all it's just like, you know, get to have a good one. Yeah. Like that, like I've been on stage sort of like a few times sort of growing up and I, I, I know sort of like the pop you're on about and as both wrestling fans, we also know what that refers to in the wrestling world. Yeah. And so I already know that feeling and I'm just smiling so much. Oh, I am, mate. Did I hear correctly? Sort of like you were going to do an EP and then this turned into the album. Yeah, so we were going to do an EP, um, both of us together called The Bender, which... We were just going to have like four to seven songs, but one for each day of the week. And it's a nice bender, just our session, writing songs. Have an absolute good one. Release the crack of my egotistical manners and probably spinning your spanners in your life. What the fuck is this cunt saying? And make a brief, I'm the chief of reef. I got it. Alright, 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 I may have got a little angry But to finish, I got a bitch on my dick And Polly wanna meet her I got a bird, her name is Terry I noticed as well you worked with Sad Boy Express A fair bit on, or a little bit on this album 
as well and when i was searching for for research for you he, uh their name came up as well quite a bit yep. uh so tell me about your um i'm gonna guess friendship at this point um and how you two work together yeah he's um been my best mate since like year seven in school and just we've grown up together we're basically brothers and all that i love him to death and now we're living together making music so we're fucking you know our story's gone back a while and you know hopefully it leads to even bigger things One day, who knows, I can be on nice stage, a couple of thousand people, and we'll be looking at each other and be like, we fucking made it, yeah. you know? We did what we wanted as kids, and we got there at the end totally. of the day. And when, and so, when yeah. they make the movie and like they open with this podcast episode, uh, I hope uh, I'm played by Brad Pitt. Uh- <laughs> oh, <mate. Got> <laughs> All right, so in the middle of the album, we've also got a, a song called uh, Nothing, which... I think takes a little bit of a kind of turn. It kind of goes a little bit quieter, a little bit sort of, um, sort of more acoustic almost. We can hear that guitar at the very start. So t- tell me, tell me, I want to really know all about this song. Yeah, like nothing's a real personal one. Where um, basically, I felt like I was absolutely nothing. Like in December, we end up losing our cat Tezza. And it just absolutely destroyed me and all that. And it's just building up confidence even with like just things in the past, like throughout my whole life that I just constantly think about that just makes me lay awake, just unable to sleep, unable to talk about it. Just all the trauma that I've been through, just like, you know, making mistakes and just with the inability to move on with the present really, you know? Uh, the end of the song has like a little nice line like I don't miss the past I think it all the time but it's like that's personally that that's just me every day you know I always think about the past I don't mean to but it just happens and felt like I was nothing but there's a king there's a bit of a fiend and there's a dream for sure you were nothing Ideas of future but peers create manoeuvres Lanes to pave, emotional slave betrayed Cause it wasn't a one-man show No, it wasn't time for me to go Chemistry, jealousy, now our enemies Is a redemption and legacy Or the guilty pleading free Tension from heavens, I'm begging the tendon And groaning and changing, waiting for the pain To click one day Stay or smile, convey or act natural to land, replay the thoughts till I break. Oh, wait, late, there's nothing safe, don't speak, just wait for fate. And I think just myself as well, I relate to that line too. Um, like, we all kind of hold, we're shaped by what happens in our past, and there's nothing we can do about the past. Um, sort of right now, and as well, with sort of like grief, I mean, the grief absolutely sucks balls um yeah <laughs> that's that's the most language you're ever gonna hear out of me today i'm so white <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but yeah i think that's that's another thing with like kind of hip-hop and rap is that we really do sort of and look at me using we as a, as 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 a uh, as a thing I'm, I'm definitely moving into the uh, moving into into the culture um it's kind of this sort of way to just express our feelings express what the fuck is going on um yeah <laughs> look at me you got me swearing now you've absolutely got me oh, swearing. Mate, it's the australian <laughs> way 
I'm meant to be British. Stiff up a lip and all better be polite. Uh, <laughs> oh god, our culture is anything. Um anything but <laughs> so we've also you end the album with maybe ifs or buts. And I'm really interested to sort of learn about why this song became the last song of the album. Why did he close out the album with this? Yeah, like, I ended up writing it during work, right? Like, I just felt like I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do. I wasn't sure if I was going to do it, like actually get the album out because I've had the album in my mind since I was like 17 years old, right? And like, there's just something that clicked in my mind where it's like, all right, I actually have to do this for me mates. I have to do this for myself. I gotta do this for my family. Like, if I don't do this, like. I fucking hate this life I'm living. Manipulate every cunt. No kiss, every bitch got a place they said. I got nothing but time. Next man, no air nights off the pipe. In G10, I know they're proud of me. But I couldn't give a fuck what they think. Eat, sleep, write, repeat. Wouldn't even know, so I was dead on the streets. No jeans. But yeah, now I, I did it, and I honestly feel like my life's just gone a fucking higher up. It's gone better. I've been happier ever since, you know. Like, and yeah, just fucking, I've been living it good. <laughs> yeah, and and of course it means our paths are crossed, and we're already vibing. So uh, I mean, that's gonna be the highlight of of, of it now, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that'll be. You know, you gotta have the core. Uh, but yeah, like literally, like I see, like I resonate with that thought as well. Like this is the same reason behind behind the podcast. It's kind of what I want to do. It's kind of um, where I want my sort of career to go. And I see so many incredibly talented artists uh, in that I have known, uh, sort of growing up, just sort of take almost the safe route, and that makes sense because obviously they have families and, 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 and people to provide for but it's the saddest thing in the world isn't it when you see someone with great talent oh, and they take the nine to five yeah like it's always hurt me like always thinking in like the back of my head it's like you either have two options so it's like you can try and chase that dream or you can create a stable environment around you and make sure like they bring home the money every fucking Wednesday. You live that nine to five lifestyle. You get the wife and kid, and like that just honestly makes everyone happy. You know, having the wife and kid story, nice and chill. You work five days a week. You go on your two week vacation twice a year. Like, but to me, it's just not enough. It's not what I want. Like, I've got to take the risk in life. Like. I need to make sure, end of the day, I'm happy. Like, it doesn't matter if I can't provide for anyone else because it's just me right now, you know? Like, I, I can take these risks, I can take as many risks as I want, but like, eventually, I've got to make sure, make sure my life goes in the direction I want at the end of the day. End of the day, I want to be in the entertainment industry, I want to do a bit of music. I want to do a bit of everything, you know, a bit of acting, a bit of wrestling, whatever the fuck you want to put in front of me, I'll do it and I'll fucking have a good time, you know? If you like it or not, you can get fucked. No, maybe ifs or buts. I'm gonna get what I want, cunt. Like it or not, you can get fucked. If you like it or not, you can get fucked. Benoit Australia signing off. So, I have a suspicion I know where your name came from. I suspect a certain um, promotion called ECW um, 
way back when. So I think I already know the answer to this question. But what is the meaning behind your name, Benoit Australia? Bit of Benoit Australia. It's named after one of my favourite wrestlers in the world, bit of Chris Benoit. One of the best to ever do it in the ring. One of the best just intensity wars, just bit of everything. There was nothing that me and couldn't have done. And I just want to, like... I want to be able to do like put in the same amount of effort, just in like a health, healthy way. I want to make sure I can just do the best for myself, best for the people around me, and yeah, just fucking bit of Benoit, yeah. bit of Australia, just where I'm living, fucking bit of Melbourne, Victoria. Yeah, yeah. and I think he was um, one of the most spectacular wrestlers, and had so much like ready for him to. Um, sort of like move into I think um, he was going if I, if I remember correctly the plan was uh, if ECW ever had a pay-per-view um, was to have him versus Eddie Guerrero for the championship which would yep. have been the most amazing match in history oh. when don't those two fucking click you know every time you put those two in a ring it's just magic right yeah. there yeah um, and from our chats before as well, we are both huge like sort of wrestling fans. And did I hear oh, right I that you want to sort of try and crack into that industry as well and like sort of become a wrestler yourself? Yeah, I did a bit of wrestling school for like a few months. I need to get back into it, mate. I fucking I absolutely love doing the bumps, yeah. you know. Love hitting the ropes, just fucking it's the most fit I've ever been. And oh, like oh, I just need a fucking crack deal on on it, yeah. you know. Just need to make sure it happens. So fucking relentless school down in Melton, you know, yeah. bit of JXT and all that. So fucking give a shout out to them. But yeah, fucking, yeah. you know, it's just absolute magic. It's beautiful wrestling. You know, it's one of the greatest art forms you oh, can totally. watch. I personally believe. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely, and like there's something sort of like it doesn't matter kind of where you go it's that kind of shared experience with everyone like i could say oh i actually uh, i'm planning to go to a show up here in a uh, called apex um sort of very yep. soon i think at the start of october um and i'm really sort of looking forward to that and i could literally afterwards just sort of ring you up and be like oh my god there was this moment and you'll know exactly what i was talking about Oh, fucking oath, mate. It's just, it's so beautiful. Like, I would have it on, right? And fucking my housemates, who's fucking, they've never watched wrestling uh, like in their lives. And instantly, like, Orange Cassidy, yes. Jungle Boy, fucking Jack Perry, those are the people that clicked with instantly. And it's like, no matter where you come from, like, you can always fucking enjoy a bit of wrestling. Even we workmates, like, we had a full conversation, like, maybe 15 of us just talking shit about wrestling yeah. and it's like these yeah. are all people who watch wrestling different eras that can still talk about it and remember like exact matches exact moments in their yeah. life and it's like you can't do that with like many other sports you yeah know? totally well you remember the big games but you don't remember just random small things that you watch from fucking tv yeah maybe 30 years ago. Yeah. You know? And I think part of that is because wrestling is so emotionally charged. It is just like oh, music. Yeah. It's laying it out there. And it is very much kind of like a way of communicating without using our words. Yeah, it's like, like it has a bit of everything you need. It's just like a movie. You can pick any genre you want. 
and you can get it from wrestling. If you like a bit of horror, there's like horror characters, you know. If you like a bit of action, there's action, bit of drama, romance, anything you want. You it gives you like it supplies and demands needs, yeah. and it's fucking not many like you can't do that really anywhere else, yeah. you know. Um. Because the second you mentioned horror, I'm already thinking of Bray Wyatt. And I'm also so glad you mentioned sort of like Orange Cassidy and Jungle Boy. But we're going to put them aside for one moment. Because I've got a question for you that I suspect you're absolutely going to love. No, I so, let's say, for instance, you go back to the wrestling. And I'm going to highly encourage you to do it. Because I know how much fun and what a community sort of like pro wrestling really is. What would your persona be would it be very much who i'm talking to now would you have a character instead what would benoit australia look like on let's say wwe AEW, ring of honor etc etc oh honestly just the real grime just the more esha just fucking like as a real scummy cunt you know just he's not here for a good time he's just here to pay the bills and fucking like, on even just talking that casually, like you have like the Eddie Kingston promos or Samoa mm-hmm. Joe's, where that's just a man who's talking to an ind- individual in front of the whole crowd. You yeah. know, he's talking to every person, and it's just a one-on-one conversation with them. And that's the kind of shit that I want to do. You know, it's just there's just a beauty in it. There's fucking oh, it's amazing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um... I think also it's sort of like I'm trying to think who else as well that's recently cut like a promo. MGF did one a little while back. Um, that made me. I mean, I've always liked MGF. Um, he's an amazing heel, but like this promo sort of uh, is the one where he started sort of opening up about his story and like how he quit football, um, or actually yeah. as it should be called American football. I don't even know why they <laughs> call it American football. It's more rugby. Uh, they're not <laughs> using their feet. They use their feet like maybe once in. <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> I was just going to insult the entirety of America now, even though yeah. half my guests are from there. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, he just laid it out in this promo and he was like, This is why I do what I do. And I was like, Wait a minute, is MGF now the good guy? Am I now relating to the hill? Oh my God, this is amazing. I, I don't know if you saw that promo. Oh. He's like one of the best there is right now. And he had that program with Punk. That that's the moment I was kind of like, oh fuck! Like this man is speaking from the heart. He's like, he's just so fucking honest about himself. Like, like CM Punk leaving the wrestling industry. Honest, like you can tell it hurt them. Yeah, you can tell he that he was a fan at the time, and he got destroyed by his hero leaving. And it's oh. It broke me heart. Yeah, man. yeah. And then, of course, CM Punk came back. Uh, and yeah. now he's gone. <laughs> now he might be gone. I don't know. Because, like, when we released yeah, this episode... I'm <laughs> sorry, you go. I wasn't quite sure if it was real or fake, you know? Like, when it first came out the news, like, the backstage brawl, I was like, oh, no, it can't be real, you know? There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, seeing everyone get suspended, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> that just kind of, like... Yeah, I was like, sort of like, I I generally had the same thoughts. I was like, this is a sort of this this has got to be a play. This has got to be this has got to be this got to be an angle they're trying out, they're going for, and it's got me hooked. 
Uh, oh, fucking yeah, because it's it's just that idea of oh, there was a fight backstage. It's that kind of gossiping is probably the wrong word, but it's very scandalous, and we like a good bit of a scandal. Oh yeah, oh, like, you know, you got it in the wrestling business. Yeah, um, and yeah, so I whenever this episode's released, actually, I know when exactly when this episode is going to be released in a few weeks' time. Uh, CM Punk might be back. CM Punk might not be back. So I'm just going to sort of record both lines and, <laughs> and be like, I know what's going on. <laughs> you mentioned horror as well. And I love how horror is sort of like put over in wrestling. It's such a, it's such a unique take on, on the genre. Oh, it's amazing how, how they do it. Yeah. You know? Like, who would you, if you could have, if you could pick, uh, like two horror wrestlers to go up against each other. Who would you pick? Oh, the first one's got to be Kane. It's just he's built different, yeah. you know. Like Kane's one of me fucking maybe the greatest wrestler to me. Just like entertainment wise, you can get so much out of him. And oh, bit of Mancorn. Oh yeah, Mancorn always scared the shit out of me as a kid. Just him ripping his hair out. Oh. Like, I was so uncomfortable, just, like, the bumps he'll do to the outside for tables. He was just an insane man that, like, I was generally scared the shit out of mankind, yeah. you know? Uh, this reminds me, did you, ever, uh, did you ever watch Gangrel growing up? No. Okay, I highly recommend that. you Google. Um, it's also sparked my sort of, like, interest in, in sort of, um, like, sort of role-playing games and, and, and Vampire the Masquerade, because his name comes from one of the cla- one of the vampire clans. Um, but yeah, um, I think he's he's retired now. I don't know what, what he's up to. Um, but uh, one of the downsides to recording this episode weeks before I release it is Bray Wyatt might have returned. Bray Wyatt might not have returned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you are you sort of keeping up with what's happening or what might be happening over 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 at uh, the uh, over at the McMahon's house over at WWE? Oh, like I watch the highlights. I am waiting. Oh, like I hope Bray Wyatt returns. Yeah. Like he, like the John Cena match, the cinematic one. It might have been my favorite match of the yeah. year, like that year, and that John Cena Bray Wyatt, like. It's something I could honestly watch multiple times over and I wouldn't get bored of. And it's just like, if you let that man like do whatever whatever he wants, it's just yeah. magic. Like You let that man talk even for like 20 minutes, you'll have everyone listening for 20 minutes. Not many people can do that nowadays. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, I, oh. I really want to see more of those yeah. cinematic matches. I love them. Oh, they're beautiful. Like, they're honestly my favourite thing in wrestling. Yeah. Like currently, like the cinematic matches, any time I see a company's doing it, I have to check yeah. it out. Yeah. All right. Um, before we go to our questionnaire, which we end every episode with, um, one sort of last question about wrestling. If you did make it, and I hope you do, if you do choose to go down that route, who would be in your dream match? Well, currently right now yeah currently going or like anyone that you're sort of like you know of in the indie circuit it could be it could be any match type as well just let your let your imagination just go oh i would love me that jeff hardy match just like a jeff hardy ladder match it's just a dream you know and like like the darby allen 
fucking Jeff Hardy match just showed like how much he can still yeah. do. So even if you know that that's just fucking crazy to watch. Like that match, I struggled watching through it just because both men absolutely fucking insane cunts, absolute fucking fucked in the head people, straight up. Best way yeah. to put it. And like, oh, it's just like moments that's forever going to live in history just to yourself and just even if it's on camera yeah yeah and with all due respect to sort of like jeff hardy no one would have blamed him for just staying in retirement and he was totally oh, yeah. able to do that but much to his credit he, he 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 elected to come back um and give us some yeah uh i'm literally just about <laughs> right now the image in my head now is that sort of um they were in that kind of hall and just flying off the ladder and i was just like ah but also oh my god oh my god oh my god this is awesome um <laughs> so um yeah uh, i nearly called you chris there actually your name isn't chris um so uh benoit australia uh before we round off uh where can we find you on social media and where can we find your music yeah um my instagram's all underscore ego benoit i'm pretty sure like all me so well all my music's benoit australia on soundcloud bit of spotify youtube music all over the place like that apple and yeah yeah, epic make sure you follow uh make sure you follow benoit um so our final questions our questionnaire come from the pros questionnaire and were then uh later adapted by bernard pivot and then later by james lipton and now i present my finally wwe is uh on the up and up because triple h is now in control of creative adaptation uh <laughs> to you can you tell i have opinions uh <laughs> <laughs> Question one: What is your favourite word? Oh, it's got to be oaf. oaf. Oh, fucking oaf! I just hit it so much. I also say dog almost fucking all the time. Just call people absolute dogs, you know. But everyone knows I'm just fucking around. So yeah, it's either oaf or it's a bit of dog. What is your least favourite word? Oh, least favourite word probably worthless. You know, it's just. I know it just feels a bit shit to yeah. say. It makes you feel shit as well, like if it's used. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just fucking real yeah. low. Bit of a low blow, yeah. that one. But yeah. What engages you? I reckon a story, you know. If you get me into, like, if you give me a story for something, most of the time I'll be able to follow the story and just enjoy yeah. it, go by yeah. with it. I think that's a theme as well. Like, you see it in your, in your music and in, in sort of like, wrestling and sort of um so like it, it, it's it's i think stories yeah they definitely do engage you what disengages you oh probably just notes you know i'm not much if you have like a bunch of notes written down i won't read it like if you have, just give me something like papers of just like ron i just will not read it to save me life you no, know i'm holding <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I've been taking notes all episode. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh it is some days, you know. <laughs> um, what sound or noise do you love? Oh, sound and noise that I love. I like hearing a lot of people in like a small area. Just you hear a lot of chatter, just fucking there's always sound going on. Like I know, it just keeps me on my feet. Yeah. You yeah. Know? What sound or noise do you hate? Oh, Oh, it's pretty over the top, but like 
we had this rolling pin with like a nail inside it and eight hours like every like eight hours for like five days a week you could just hear a nail rattling inside this rolling pin and it was just killing me i honestly me. would have thrown you know? that rolling pin out i oh mate just like it's the worst part is i got told about it straight away and i was always fucking able to listen to it just always in my yeah. head oh it fucking killed yeah. me yeah those sounds they they stick with you uh i remember oh uh, mate. <laughs> the milk cart at asta um i used to push them around not fun question seven uh everyone's favorite question but the first time i've asked this to an australian so i'm expecting something wonderful to come out of your mouth what is your favorite curse word oh a bit of yeah. cunt oh, i love me a good cunt you know you can use it in any sentence you want you can get away with it. any meaning it's fucking it's a beautiful word i think something i've noticed about cunt as well is it's a very different meaning in the UK and Australia than compared to America. Like if I was to say that oh. that word to an American, I would be, I, I don't know what would happen, but it wouldn't be very pleasant. Oh, <laughs> oh it's just shit. Oh, I can't <laughs> just a people now. Oh yeah, mate. But like, and it's like, you hit it over like someone international. Oh, they're like horrified. They're yeah. fucking, like, you almost shot a man basically. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Well, if I can, you know, tone it down. And and we use the most insulting words for our best friends, don't we? Oh, mate, you got yeah, that. Yeah, you absolutely got to. Question eight. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, what professional? Bit of acting. Yep. Wouldn't mind a bit of acting. Just a bit of entertainment, you know? Like, whatever I can get yeah. into. Bit of, like... Yeah, I would say acting. Acting, for these. What yeah. profession would you not like to do? Oh, what wouldn't I enjoy? Just an office worker. Yeah. Just oh, I just could not be an office worker to save my life. I, yeah. I mean, all respect to anyone who does enjoy it and has and 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 has found happiness there. But yeah, same thing. I I can't. I I can't. Final oh. question: If you could say only one statement to any one person. What would that statement be, and who would that person be? Oh, to anyone. Anyone, and just any one person. Oh, probably tell me for myself, just like, have a good time, just enjoy things, yeah. you know, have a nice smile, just like, and live in the moment, you mm -hmm. know, and just, if you're focused on something, keep that focus on your mind, just not at the forefront, yeah. you know? I think that's good advice for anyone. Um yeah. All right, remind us again, uh, where can we find you uh, online and where can we find your music? Yeah, a bit of Benware Australia for Spotify, Apple, YouTube Music, SoundCloud, you know, and just my Instagram is all ego Benoit, all underscore ego Benoit, I should say, and all underscore ego Benoit for me TikTok as and well. And we're also, this show is also on the social medias. Uh, we're on TikTok at Meets Interesting People. Uh, Instagram at Tom underscore meets underscore interesting underscore people. I probably need to change that so it's easier to say. Uh, Twitter <laughs> at Tom meets people as well. And our email address at Tom meets interesting people at gmail.com if you have comments or complaints or, um, I mean, if you have complaints, you know where to stick it. Uh, <laughs> or if you want to be a guest on the show. Uh, I cannot believe I said that. I might edit that bit out. But anyway, um, <laughs> Benoit Australia, thank you so much for taking the time 
to be with us uh, today, and thank you so much for this episode. Yeah, no problem, mate. Try getting any time, you know how I'll be. You have just listened to an episode of Tom Meets Interesting People. If you'd enjoyed the show and would like to take part, or you know somebody who would make a great guest, please email me at tommeetsinterestingpeople at gmail.com and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Guests may provide audio content that helps to demonstrate their work. Guests have given permission for this work to be played through the use of a release form that they have signed. It is the understanding of this podcast that the material that they provide does not infringe on the copyright of others. All other rights reserved. Copyright 2022.